Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to episode number 38 of the podcast. I hope you're doing good. The sun is shining for the first time in about a month. It is great to see it. It's still a bit cold, but it's nice. Today's episode will be short and sweet. I'm rushing off to a meeting. I've a lot of stuff going on, guys. Planning, plotting, up to a lot of different things. I'm not going to tell you about it yet, but all will be revealed over the coming months. So, exciting times. Today, I want to speak about discipline. Flexing your discipline muscle. I've spoken at length in the past about motivation, not relying on motivation. Motivation is not something that can be relied upon. So rather than thinking I have to be motivated, maybe it's a better plan to think about I have to be disciplined because discipline is what's going to get you to your goal. It's going to get your results. Motivation is not. So discipline, what is discipline? For me, it's showing up every single day. It's doing the work every day. It's creating habits every day. It's doing it especially when you don't feel like it. That's what discipline is to me. And how do we develop it? Well, I think the first thing is we have got to commit to the process. We've got to commit to doing the work. It's that old thing again about committing versus wanting. I think everybody wants, but who's committed? It's two totally different things. So wanting to me is I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. But there's no real drive behind it. When cake is put in front of you in the canteen, you're just going to take it because it's the easy option. But if you're committed, if you're committed to doing something, that's a whole different thing. When you're committed... You'll do the work, you'll do what's required, you'll do whatever is required, no matter whether you feel like doing it or not, because you're committed to your goal and you want to bring about a certain result. So that's the difference between committing versus wanting. So I think, first of all, you've got to be committed if you're going to be disciplined. You've got to be committed. And then we bring about discipline from there because it's important to us. It's something we really, really want. We want to do it all the time. We're committed to doing it because we can see that it's worthwhile because it's bringing us the results we want. Rather than saying, I want to lose weight or I want to run 5K or I want to run a marathon. We're committed to losing weight. We're committed to doing the marathon. It's a whole different thing. So discipline is something that has to be practiced. It's not something that everybody has got naturally. And today in our comfortable lives, we live in such comfort nowadays. I think discipline is something that has maybe just deteriorated a little bit amongst a certain portion of the population. We like the easy option. We like easy, we like convenient, we like painless. And the reality is that with fitness goals especially, none of that is going to be painless. It's the same actually with any goal, to be honest with you. It's the same in entrepreneurship. To get to where you want to be takes a huge amount of work. It takes a huge amount of commitment. It takes a huge amount of discipline. Same with financial goals. It's the same with everything. So where we have our easy life in certain aspects of our lives, that doesn't transfer. That doesn't transfer to the hard stuff. The stuff that still takes a lot of work to achieve goals. That stuff's always going to be there. And that stuff's always going to require require discipline. So if we don't practice discipline, we're probably never going to achieve anything amazing in our lives. Anything extraordinary. Anything that's out there that we're really, really striving for. That's going to push us out of our comfort zone. For all of those things, we've got to be disciplined. In terms of training... I think it's about showing up every day. It's about being consistent every day. It's not about being at 100% intensity every day, but it's being there. Showing up is half the battle. It's more than half the battle. It's just getting out of bed and saying, today, I'm going to give it my best. I'm going to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. I'm just going to show up. Keep showing up consistently, and you'll be amazed at how far it can take you. I was actually just sitting at traffic lights the other day. I was traveling through town, sitting at traffic lights, and I seen this boy come and running. He was about 14 or 15, I would say. He was very overweight, but the thing that struck me, I just found it incredible. I found it amazing. It was hailstones last week. It was just horrible weather. Hailstones were coming down hard and fast, probably probably paining people that were out in it, I would say. But this, this kid was, I'd say he had about 10 layers on him. He was really, really wrapped up. 
And when people listen said he was running from the hailstones, he wasn't. He was genuinely out for a run. He was genuinely out for a run. He was a very overweight lad, but it just, I found it absolutely incredible, the commitment he had and the discipline he had to be out running in that weather. Honestly, I was just so taken by it. I was, it could have been an Olympic athlete there. It could have been Lionel Messi and I couldn't have been any more impressed. I couldn't have had any more respect and admiration for him. Like, I swear to God, I wanted to park the car and actually just go and run with him. I was that impressed. I was just like, fair play to you, just acknowledging, first of all, that there is weight to lose because, I mean, I'm not being critical here, but he was very overweight. And then to have the discipline to actually get out and do it in all sorts of weather, be consistent. And you know what, as well, just running through town, I was like not caring what people think. I was just so impressed. I was so, so impressed. That's what I mean by being disciplined. Just doing what it takes doesn't matter and that was it was him that put me in the mind to record this podcast because I was looking at him and going that's discipline that's commitment that's been so committed to your goals that you're going to do no matter what people think even running through town where there's loads of cars where there's loads of people able to see you he was that committed to his goals it was that important to him that's how disciplined he was so that was why I decided I was going to record this short podcast today because he put me in that frame of mind where I was inspired by him by him and it shows that anybody can inspire anybody else. We don't have to be superstars. We don't have to be athletes. We don't have to be pop stars. We can be inspired by anybody we see in our daily lives. And I was so, so impressed by that young fella. He was 14 or 15. And I was just going, you know what? Kids your age get such a bad rap. But there is an example of somebody who is doing good. Somebody who's doing really well. And I was so, so impressed. I had a conversation a few days before that with a football coach of an under 15 team. And we were just discussing, I suppose, the modern generation. And as I said, they do get a bad rap for a lot of stuff. And I suppose that was where our conversation started. I was asking them what they're like to manage. So they're under 15s, typically that age. You probably think, ah, yeah, difficult, whatever. And I said that to him. I said, what are they like to work with? Are you enjoying it? He said, yeah, I love it. And I said, but the kids themselves, how is it working with them? And he said, yeah, it's great. And this guy was a footballer himself. So he's gone into coaching now, but he was a footballer at a high level. And he said, you know, when we were that age, I remember we'd, we'd be on kind of elite level squads and that and we'd be going away for the weekend. And he said it was mayhem. He said just the stuff that went on and we'd be hanging out of windows and we were running riot. He said the lads nowadays, there's none of that. He said they're so disciplined. They're so well behaved. And it was it was it was a funny one. We were just thinking then, you know, he said to me, they're a lot different to what we were. And we were obviously on then about the social media stuff and all that, where there's a lot of vanity involved. But he said to me, yeah, they are vain. He said, you know, there's lads turning up for, for team photo shoots with fake tan on. He said, if we did that in our day, we would have been murdered for it. So we had a little bit of a laugh about that. And then we were just saying, you know, in the gym side of things as well, I was saying, I see it down in the gym all the time. You have lads that are there taking their selfies and they're flexing and everything. And it's literally just so social media orientated that three seconds of a flex to get their picture for social media. And then they go back to their non-perfect lighting and all the rest of it. But the point I made to him and he agreed with me was, okay, there's a lot of vanity involved maybe with them. Maybe it's different in that regard to what we were growing up. But I think myself, and I said this to him, I said, I think when you see the shape they're in, they're so into strength and conditioning now. They're in the gym all the time. They're working their arses off and that does develop discipline. So you can say what you like about the pictures and all the rest, but you can't question their work rate and their discipline because to get into the shape that they are, they've got to be incredibly disciplined to do that. So you kind of fault that. And he said, yeah, I noticed that as well. Carries over into training. They're definitely a lot disciplined, a lot more disciplined than we were all around. He said, even their lifestyle. You know, he's... 
elite level soccer club and he was saying we have lads now that would be from typically GA backgrounds but they don't even play GA anymore because they're so committed to what we're doing and they want to be the best and they want to improve themselves that they're focused solely on that so they've brought a lot of discipline in that regard they're maybe leaving their mates from the GA to fully focus on being the best professional footballer that they can so there is that aspect of it I think you know it's very easy to criticise them it's very easy to say well look at these lads wearing their fake tan for photo shoots look at these lads flexing in the gym taking selfies but there's two sides to the coin as well it's easy to sit here and criticise them but there's definitely an element where I think the the modern generation are quite disciplined with their training and we were just leading that into our next conversation then we were saying well that kind of feeds into all areas of their lives because he was again going back to when he was playing and he was that age and growing up through the underage ranks and he said school and that wasn't all that important to them it was all about football and they all wanted to be footballers and that was about it but if you look at a lot of the younger generation of footballers now those lads that are coming up to 17 or 18 a lot of them are actually doing really good leaving certs they're getting really really good points and they're giving themselves options and again the reason for that most likely is because they've developed discipline and it's feeding into all areas of their lives and i think when you have a winner's mindset and i speak about mindset a lot when you have a winner's mindset in one area of your life football typically for these lads and getting in shape and all the rest of their training that can spill over into all areas of your life because you start to look at things in a certain way there's correlations you start to realize if i set that goal and then i commit to these steps then i'm going to achieve my goal and that winner's mindset tends to flow over into their academic life probably into their personal life maybe into their their career if they don't make it in football they're developing positive driven mindsets Winner's mindset is what I call it. And, you know, I, I think, again, it's very, very easy to criticise these lads and criticise the, the current generation and whatever. But there definitely is, for me, there's a good level of discipline there. And I think they're taking that into all their lives. Like, when you see footballers that in years gone by would have been only focused on football and having a football career and never thinking beyond that, now they're thinking better. They're thinking long-term. They're thinking, well, you know, it's great if I do make it and I'm going to do everything I can to make it, but if I don't, there's something to fall back on. So they're typically quite well-educated now, certainly a lot better than they were 15, 20 years ago. And that was just something that I found really, really interesting. I thought I might share with you guys today while we're speaking about discipline because maybe it is going to resonate with people. You possibly have kids that age, some of you, so you might be able to see it in that. It's as I said it's easy to sit here and criticise them and say they're on their phones all the time and it's all about social media there is a huge element of that I do wonder sometimes if our interpersonal skills are not developing as much as they should but I think there's a level of discipline as well especially with the ones that train that's something I've noticed and to get anywhere in life there has to be that level of discipline it's the ones that don't train that I will be a little bit more concerned about in terms of developing resilience as well but that's for another day isn't it so um, yeah where was I the, the lad that was out running was the reason I decided to record this podcast today I was inspired by him I thought it was incredible and I want you to take a lesson from that as well no matter who you are I, I know there's a lot of people listening to this who typically are after weight loss goals and they follow me because I help people lose weight if you're that person please take inspiration from that young fella because that can be any of us it just is a question of deciding to do it it's not about whether you can do it it's about whether you're willing to do it that's the difference. It's not whether you can do it. Everybody can do it. It's who's willing to do it. He was out there while the hailstones were coming down, probably even maybe hurting him possibly. They were that big. But he was out there running and he didn't care who seen him. He didn't care what the weather was like. He was totally committed to his goal. And I can tell you now that fellow will achieve his goal. He will. And I know from experience that he will. Because I speak to these people, I have consultations with them. Even when I speak to somebody for 10 minutes, I invariably know who's going to do well and who's not. So even without speaking to that fellow, from looking at him, for, from seeing him, putting in the work in those conditions, I know he's going to do well. 
And I know anybody that listening to this that takes on that attitude will do well. It's again making that decision and it's getting started and it's saying, I'm going to commit to it, I'm going to be disciplined to it. It's not about wanting, it's about committing. And it's about doing it when it's hard. It's easy to do it when it's when it's easy. Everybody's a superstar when it's easy. Anybody can do it when the sun is shining, when the conditions are perfect. Most people won't do it when the hailstones are there. The ones that will do it are the ones that are going to achieve their goals. So keep that in mind, guys. It is committing, it's not wanting, it's committing and it's been disciplined. Discipline is like a muscle. The more you practice it, the better you get with it. Everybody thinks it's easy for me. They think, well, he's a fitness instructor. He can, you know, eat perfectly healthy foods. He doesn't need sugar. He just does it. It's second nature to him. He was born like that. Nobody was born like that, guys. Nobody was born like that. It develops over time, but it takes a lot of discipline. You've got to initially flick that switch and decide, I'm going to make changes in my life. And it's important to me to make changes in my life. And this is my priority now. Don't don't tell me Alan Williams doesn't like sugar. Of course I do. And I still have my odd traits in that as well, but have it in moderation. And for anybody that thinks it's easy for me, it's not any easier than, than it is for anybody else. Certainly not the beginning. Now it's almost second nature to me. But when you start first, I'm like every child growing up. I was brought up on, you know, sugar. We had treats all the time. I was brought up on carbs, potatoes and bread and all that stuff, the same as everybody else does. But... You know, at some point I decided I was getting very into my training and I was enjoying it and I was getting into a healthier lifestyle and I was studying all this stuff and it was starting to inspire me. So I actually made a decision to make changes. And that's what it is. It's a decision. It doesn't just happen and nobody is born like that. It's a decision. You've got to say, I'm going to reduce my sugar intake. You've got to say, I don't need as much carbs as I'm having now. And typically most of us in Ireland anyway are brought up just by having carbs on a plate. It's the done thing. We don't really think about it. Just how it is. No consideration given. Maybe you need to question that a little bit. It was certainly something I started questioning. And nowadays I feel like I'm fueling myself an awful lot better. I feel like my energy levels are an awful lot better. I feel like my health is an awful lot better. By actually just being a lot better with my nutrition. So I've got very into green veg and stuff like that. Which I never would have had when I was younger. Not that it wasn't given to me. It was. But I hated it. I was like most children. I was like oh, I don't really like it. But I decided at some point. You know I'm training well. I want to see the benefits of it. Now I'm changing my diet and I started eating it and now I love it. I have broccoli every day, I have spinach every day and again it's not something that just happened by accident. So you've got to be aware of all this stuff and be aware of it I suppose. You've got to realise that it's up to you. It's up to you to make changes and you've got to hold yourself accountable and you've got to be disciplined enough to make those changes. It's going to be hard for a few weeks, it's going to be hard for a few months but it will get easier. It will get easier because you're going to adapt and you're going to grow and you're going to develop and you're going to learn. Be it with your training or be it with your food. You have to be just as disciplined with your food as you do with your training. If you really want to see results, if it's physique goals you're after. Actually, to be honest, in most fitness goals, it's the same. Whether it's physique goals or it's fitness goals or you're an elite level athlete, it's the same. You're going to re require discipline. You're going to have to develop that discipline muscle. It's the same as your bicep. If you want to have great big biceps that are going to impress the girls, you've got to make sure that you're working them all the time. Because otherwise, they're just going to waste away. You're going to find that your arms are going to get back quite small again if you're not doing the work over and over and over. Discipline is the same. You've got to treat it like a muscle. You've got to develop it. You've got to hold yourself accountable. You've got to say, okay, maybe I have a sugar craving today, but I'm not going to give into it because if I give into it every time, I'm never going to be any further on. I'm going to be at the same point as I always was and nothing changes. And as the old saying goes, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So we've got to work on our discipline. We've got to develop it. We've got to be cognizant of it. That's why I'm doing it today to bring awareness to it because a lot of people aren't aware. They just don't even think. They go, oh, sugar craving, therefore, give me a bar, that's it. 
And I'm not saying you have to go cold sugar on, or cold, cold turkey on sugar or anything like that. But maybe make cleverer choices. Maybe drink more water. Maybe go for fruit instead. So a high sugar fruit like a banana is a fantastic little alternative initially. Grapes as well. Great option. So those are quite high sugar fruits. I wouldn't typically eat them all the time. But I do recommend them for clients that are, I suppose, consuming a lot of sugar initially. And just want to make a healthier choice rather than just trying to suddenly be perfect. Which doesn't work that well. I have another thing I use actually with clients quite a bit as well that might benefit somebody. I hadn't intended going down the sugar route here. But while I'm on it... um, Another thing I use is, I say to people, the 20 minute rule. So if you get a sugar craving, drink a drink a pint of water and then wait for 20 minutes. And if you still have the craving in 20 minutes time, then go and have something. No problem at all. Do it in moderation. Obviously, don't binge. But if you still have that craving in 20 minutes, then go and have something. Because the more you deny yourself, probably the more you're going to want it. But what I typically find with clients is if they give it 20 minutes and they have some water, the craving disappears most of the time. Usually does. Actually, another thing, another little tip for cravings, actually dark chocolate as well. Dark chocolate works quite well. And a couple of squares will usually kill it. So one or two squares rather than having a whole bar. So there is just some little useful tips that were off on a tangent, weren't meant to be in today. But anyway, have them for free. Right. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's discipline. And I just wanted to touch on it today. I don't want anybody to think it's easy. It's not. It's something that has to be worked on. It's something that has to be practiced. But the more you practice it, the more you put it into practice every day. Be disciplined. Keep showing up. Keep doing the right thing. And don't give in when the going gets hard. That's ultimately what discipline is about. Don't give in when the going is hard. Think about that 14, 15 year old, whatever he was that was out running. That's discipline. That's impressive. That's what I want from you guys. That's the mindset I want from people. If you think you need to start making a change in your life, the weather is actually starting to improve now. So you really do have no excuses. It's time to get moving, guys. We're heading in towards spring now. Summer's on the horizon. Some of you are going to be planning holidays. Now is the time. Do not panic two weeks before you go because it's too late at that stage. Start working on it now. That is it, guys. I'm going to wrap it up there, short and sweet today. Can I ask a little favour, folks? If you're enjoying the podcast, as you're listening to this right now, take a screenshot, stick it up in your Instagram stories and tag me. That would be fantastic. Even when I put it up on Facebook and that, if you can share the link as well, I would really appreciate it because I would love a little bit of help getting the podcast out there. I think we're doing good work. The feedback on it is good, but I would like to get it out to more people. The more people that hear it, the more people we can impact. And as I said before, it is free. So it's not that I'm looking for anything from anybody. I'm just doing my best to help people. But the more people that share it, the more people we can help. So I hope you find that useful, folks. And I will speak to you again next week.